Today's sermon is based on the book of Matthew 4, 17-22. It is entitled, The Call of Jesus. Matthew 4 marks the beginning of Jesus' ministry. His teaching is characterized with depth, creativity, he uses stories when he teaches, and also authority. In fact, some people commented that Jesus taught with authority unlike their religious leaders. And as a result, many people flocked to him in order to listen to him. One day, Jesus was walking by the shore of the Sea of Galilee. I can imagine the strong wind and the waves as Jesus walks in the shore. As he was walking, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is also called Peter, and his brother Andrew. Both of them were fishermen. Probably, this was a family business. Then came the surprising call, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then, after a while, Jesus saw two other fishermen, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Again, the surprising call came, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What's the deal with Jesus? Why does he talk like this? Let's consider the call of Jesus. Tinawag ni Jesus sila Peter, pero hindi lang ito, sinabi din niya kung ano yung plano niya para sa kanila. I will make you fishers of men. Obviously, this is not instantaneous. There are processes that Jesus will take in order to make them into fishers of men. At si Jesus, ganyan siya talaga kapag tumawag. When he calls, we may not necessarily know what the next steps are, but at least we will have a general idea of his intentions and where he wants to lead us. <clears throat> when Abram was called, God called him to a land that he will show him. He did not know the next steps. He just know that God will take him somewhere. This is what it means to respond in faith and in trust. You don't need to know the specific steps. All you need to know is the plan of the Lord is calling to you, and we should exercise our faith. Jesus' call is similar. It's like looking at a pinned location in your Waze app. You only see where the pin is located, the destination, but no specific steps will be given to you at first. But as you respond and as you go along, you will be guided and you will be given more instructions. 
That's the type of call that Jesus is offering to his disciples. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You get the idea, but you don't know exactly how he will do this. So what kind of call is this? Ano ang ibig sabihin nito? Balak ba magtayo ni Jesus ng panibagong fishing business at nire-recruit niya sila Peter? What's with Jesus and fishing? Mahilig ba siya sa isda? Kaya ang pinili niya, fisherman? Friends, understanding the call of Jesus is very important because this will give you an idea of what a Christian life is. This will give you an idea of the general direction of the Christian life. You need to hear his call and hear it correctly. Otherwise, you won't be able to respond correctly and you won't be able to know what it means to live as a Christian. So listen carefully to the call of Jesus. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. <clears throat> the call of Jesus is not primarily a call to religious activities. Important ang may church involvement, but you do not become a Christian simply because you are doing something for the church. The most pitiful thing is to think of yourself as a Christian just because you are involved in a ministry without actually knowing the Lord Jesus. That's very sad. A true Christian is a person who is identified with Jesus Christ. Being involved in a church does not necessarily make one into a Christian. The call of Jesus is not a call to be part of an interest group or a club. Of course, masarap makifellowship sa simbahan, but this does not make a person Christian. Ang primary reason for becoming part of a church, the body of Christ, is of course Christ. Knowing people and having friends in the church is good, but that does not make one a Christian. The call of Jesus is not only for religious people who are planning to become ministers or missionaries. Peter and John, for instance, were ordinary fishermen. In fact, in the parallel passage in Luke 5, Peter even described himself as a sinner. The call of Jesus to follow him is a call given to ordinary people purely by grace. Let me ask you, brothers and sisters, have you heard the call of Jesus? First, Jesus said, follow me. Ano ang mararamdaman mo kapag literally may lumapit sa iyong mama at sinabi sa iyo, follow me? Ano ang maiisip mo? 
susundan mo ba siya kaagad? I think we can only follow someone whom we can trust. Susundan natin ang isang guide kung naniniwala tayo na alam niya ang lugar na gusto nating puntaan. Di po ba? It is unwise and even naive on our part to follow a stranger or any person whom we do not trust or is not qualified. Now, is Jesus qualified? Sino ba si Jesus? Is he qualified to make the demand, follow me? In the parallel passage in Luke 5, Jesus revealed himself to Peter. Peter and Andrew spent long hours in the sea trying to catch fish. But they failed to do so. Yet Jesus, when he saw them, said, Go again, cast your nets on the water. And at first, the fishermen objected. After all, what does this son of a carpenter know about fishing? We, on the other hand, have been doing this for a living. Probably Peter thought. Nevertheless, they obeyed Jesus, and right after they threw the net, an amazing thing happened. There were so many fish that the nets couldn't contain it, and it began to break. Peter knew that Jesus is not an ordinary guy. The Bible says that Peter fall or fell on his knees and said, Depart from me, Lord. He called him Lord, for I am a sinner. In a sense, ang sabi ni Peter, Lord, Jesus, bakit po ako? Bakit po ako ang napili mo? Hindi ako deserving. However, they responded to the call. They left their nets and they followed Jesus. They left their nets, including the fish, the big catch, and they decided to follow Jesus. Alam nyo po, for fishermen, there is nothing more important than the fish. Pero dahil naunawaan nila yung authority ni Jesus Christ, they chose to follow Him. Friends, let me ask you, Is it clear to you that Jesus is your Lord? Can you say with conviction that Jesus is your Lord? Because if it's unclear to you, if you do not see the magic magnitude and the infinite worth of Jesus, then I think it will be pretty hard for you to leave your nets. Remember, you only follow the one you trust. Unless you see the authority of Jesus, you won't trust Him, you won't follow Him. Some of you have truly understand, you have truly understood the authority 
of Jesus. You've even responded to his call. But along the way, when you encountered difficulties, you became discouraged. I know that the pandemic is very discouraging and troublesome to many of us. Some of us have completely stopped being part of the church, even though we have the access or the means to do it. But I think testing times also reveal our true condition. It reveals which ones have truly left their nets for Jesus. In other words, those who truly saw the infinite worth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Those who saw that Jesus is more important than the big catch. Peter and the rest saw this very clearly. That is why they left their fish, their nets, in the shore, and they followed the Lord Jesus. Unless we see this clearly, we will continue to hold on to our nets. Listen again to the response of Peter and the rest after knowing the extraordinary identity of Jesus Christ. In verse 20, it says, Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. You know, their response may serve as a challenge or even as a critique to the contemporary church. Dito sa response nila, makakaramdam tayo ng sense of urgency. Makikita natin yung priority ni Jesus over other things. Makikita din natin yung willingness ng mga disciples to commit, to trust the Lord. Do we really prioritize Jesus as a church? What if we face trials? Will this priority still be seen? Will this commitment still be evident? Alam niyo po, masarap maging involved sa church, lalo na kung yung ginagawa natin sa simbahan ay nae-enjoy natin. But what if we are stripped down of all the activities and ministries? What if we cannot enjoy the physical gathering anymore? What if there's no more kwentuhan, biruan, tawanan, excitement na magkita-kita tayo ulit? Are we still going to value the Lord's Day despite all of these? Friends, if we are no longer motivated to attend church or to be a part of the church because of the pandemic, because of the situation we are in, then maybe what's keeping us in the church is not our faith in the Lord but the enjoyment and activities that we so love doing. 
These things are important, but they are not Christ. In the Bible, Christians are known to follow Jesus for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness, and in health. Why? Because they know the infinite worth of the Lord Jesus, and yet He gave Himself as a ransom for many. Noong walang pandemic, we are enjoying the blessing of being able to meet freely without any resistance, without any worries and concern. You know, in other nations, churches need to go underground. However, in the midst of the pandemic, all the churches in our nation are somewhat like the underground churches, right? We cannot gather anymore. We cannot enjoy physical fellowship anymore. We cannot do the ministry, the ministry that we so love doing. In some ways, we are experiencing similar difficulties with the underground churches in other nations. But how are you going to take all of these? Hihinto na lang ba tayo as a church? Hihintayin na lang natin na matapos yung pandemic, tsaka na lang natin or tsaka na lang tayo a-attend or magiging part ulit ng church? What if matagalan pa ito? I'm afraid that these trials that we are experiencing is revealing the kind of faith we have. Those whose faith is truly founded in the Lord Jesus will remain even after this storm. Kung nare-realize na po natin ang tunay na condition natin dahil sa pandemic na to, then listen again to the words of our Lord. Follow me. The call is primarily a call to himself, a call to follow him as your Lord, a call to intimacy and fellowship with the Lord. Mark 3.14 says, And he, Jesus, appointed twelve whom he also named apostles, meaning envoys or sent ones, and look at this, so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach. You see, the call to be with Jesus comes first before the sending out. So to all our church workers, with love and gentleness as your pastor, I need to tell you this. I want to ask you, whose voice did you hear? Whose voice did you hear? The voice of a mere man? The voice of a teacher? The voice of the Lord? When Jesus is Lord of our lives, we will not be too busy to pray, to fellowship with Him. We will not be too busy to worship Him during the Lord's day. Kapag pinaprioritize mo ang isang bagay, Parating may paraan. 
Another way of illustrating the call of Jesus is that of a coin with two sides, heads or tails. One side, on one side there is the call to follow him, and on the other, the call, I will make you fishers of men. The call to mission. The church is built by Jesus, not just so we will receive wonderful blessings in Christ while the rest of the world go hungry, hopeless, and Christless. Jesus built and empowered the church so that we will be fishers of men, so that we will partake of his mission. He called us to himself, he taught us, he equipped us, and then he empowered us with the Holy Spirit so that we will be able to partake of this mission of proclaiming Christ to all the nations. Kaya ang vision po natin ay planting breadcrumb churches in every city in the Philippines and beyond. And we do this by proclaiming Christ in the surrounding areas. One of the most rampant lies that many Christians are sadly embracing during the pandemic is the lie that says that the life and mission of the church is over or the life and the mission of church is on pause as if there is a pause button for being a church. They may not verbally say this, but their attitude and actions reflect this. We give in to this lie when we think less of the gatherings of the church or the activities of the church and when we even neglect or do not see the value of the church anymore. Sure, the pandemic has deeply affected the church. And the church will do its mission in the context of the new normal. It will look differently. But this does not mean that the church will cease to fulfill its missionary call. Do you remember the words of Jesus? To Peter in Matthew 16 18 listen to his word and I tell you you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church who will build my church is it Peter is it the disciples is it the church planters is it Paul is it the pastors the workers the missionaries Jesus said I will build my church and because Jesus built it Look at the remaining statement. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In other words, walang anumang evil, walang anumang pandemic ang makakapigil o makakatalo dito. We may experience overwhelming challenges as a church, but this pandemic shouldn't stop us from being the church from living the missionary call of the church. And the call of the Lord Jesus remains the same 
whether or not there is a pandemic. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Ako po, I trust that our church will fulfill our call to worship God, to glorify Him, to follow Him, and to partake of His mission. Yes, even amidst this pandemic. Why? Because Jesus promised it. It is Jesus himself who will make fishers of men. He is the one who will mold, who will teach, who will transform our church so that we will fulfill our missionary calling. So let us not listen to the lies during this pandemic. The lie that says that there's no more church, that church will not be able to recover anymore, and there's no point of being part of a church now that there is, the pandem- there is a pandemic. No, don't listen to those lies. The church is the light of the world, the only community that carries the message that can bring life to a, to a hopeless and broken world. A community in the hands of a great Redeemer who can bring healing to the rest of the world. The only community where a glimpse of God's kingdom can be seen. A kingdom characterized by righteousness, love, grace, mercy, peace, and justice. So let the call of Jesus serve as a wake-up call to you and me, to our church. Follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Friends, these are not the words of a teacher It's not the words of a mere man or a prophet. These are the words of our Lord. Friends, what will be your response? Will you let go of your nets and follow Him? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.